Welcome to Try Try Again, the show that is a movie club. Each week we pick a movie, we watch it, and we talk about it. The movie that we picked this week is Ex Machina. And I'm your host, Todd Perkins, and I'm joined by Stephen Comstock and Mac McEnroe, our returning guest. Welcome back. This is what, your third time on the show, Mac? Third time. We're selling you. We're selling you on it. Third time's a charm. (laughs) Try Mac, uh, Mac's going to be a regular, hopefully. So this is exciting for us and you guys probably too. Mac, you had already seen it. Why don't you go first and uh, tell us what you thought about it? All right. Well, I loved it. I thought it was a perfect movie, pretty much. Um, it's entertained the whole way through. There's all sorts of cool sci-fi, fun technology crap. I just I love the crap out of it. Um, so I gave it a. I think I can give it a 10. There's not, nothing I had wrong really? with it. All right. Dang. Yeah. Awesome. A 10. All right. All right, Stephen, if you give it a low score, you're going to get punched in the face by Mac <laughs> from across <laughs> the country. What'd you give it, dude? I gave it an 8. Okay. I, actually, I really liked it. My one beef with it is, I, to me, like the best movies are the movies that I want to watch over and over again. And okay. this movie didn't have that, even though I thought it was really great and, and uh, you know, it was really smart and there was nothing bad about it. But now that I've seen it, I probably will never watch it again. Okay. You know? and, wow. and I mean, that's my that's my own. That's not really a, a bad thing, but I have to knock it down a little bit for that just because it's it's kind of like. uh I mean, I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. Like the, the thrill of it is gone now that I've seen it. And there's, there's nothing in there to where I feel like if I rewatched it, I wouldn't be like, oh, I didn't really notice this or that. You know, it just seems like I kind of took it all in the first watch through and that's that. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean that, but that being said, it was a great movie and I would recommend anybody, anybody should see it if they haven't seen it. There was you know, pretty, pretty great plot twist at the end that I really didn't see coming. Yeah. Um, and, um, it was, you know, intriguing throughout the whole thing and, and, uh, and it was good. Oh, the the other thing that I would kind of knock it for was, I mean, maybe I shouldn't, but I just noticed like they were just, they were in the house through the whole movie. Like you didn't see anything else. Like a lot of movies, you know, you notice like, they go different places. They do different things. You see a lot of stuff kind of going on in the in the uh, environment. And this was just in a house, which which I guess is part of the movie. So maybe I should knock it for that. But it just felt a little boring, just being stuck in a house the whole time. I noticed that. I mean, I felt like it it had a little bit of an indie feel, like it like not a lot of locations, um, mm-hmm. a lot of dialogue and stuff. Um, yeah. I gave it a nine, uh, which is funny, right in between you guys, and uh, it was fan freaking tastic, dude. And I, like like <laughs> Stephen said, and, and I'm sure Mac would say, everybody should probably watch this movie because it's just awesome. Like it really made me think about stuff, and I I think for me the difference between like an eight and a nine, like Stephen, your standard is like if you want to watch it again, and my standard uh-huh. is like it makes me think about stuff. And it's like intellectually engaging. And this movie is that all over the place. Like, yeah, there's Mm -hmm. kind of some like 
Um, I felt not so subtle commentary about Google. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and it, but it was like, it wasn't like preachy, but like they just used like a sentence or two and said the stuff. And it really made you think like, holy crap, like, what are they doing with my data? You know? Yeah. And, uh, sometimes that bothers me in movies where they, it bothers me when they villainize, like, obviously they villainize like a company or something like that. Usually it didn't bother me that much in this movie, but, um, a lot of times that bugs me. Like, it's just like, dude, stop trying to be like, you're, you're being smart by villainizing this rant, you know, this company that everybody knows that you're trying to villainize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Uh, it it didn't bother me so much in this, but I, I noticed it too. Like, yeah, yeah, I think know. in this it's like there's not a better explanation for how things got done. Yeah, than that, well, you know, I mean in this, kind of in like this, not, in this. I, I mean, I guess you could say it's Google or or Apple or whatever, but really yeah. it's just technology in general. Like we're just yeah. heading down that road, you know. So there's yeah, you can't really you can't you can villainize like a person for inventing technology, I guess, but it's somebody it's gonna happen. Like you can't stop the progression of it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know right. if they were even villainized, like. I don't like that either, like, when it's, like, overly preachy, but this didn't, like, to me, villainize the big tech companies. It just made me think about the information that we all, like, freely give them without thinking about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Just our search data alone is, I guess you, you could say the word incriminating or revealing or, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of that stuff that, like, you never think about, like, if they're, you know... They probably are saving it to make Google smarter and stuff like that. But oh, I'm like, sure. Yeah. But oh, yeah. And they could build a they could build like a super in depth personality profile of you, like no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I think was really interesting about it. Like, you know, I've heard people like have conspiracy theories about the tech giants before, and I always kind of just brushed it off. But after watching this, it's it made me like a little bit more paranoid, which I think was really effective. So, um, yeah, I definitely, I think we all can unanimously say we recommend this movie to watch. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, I watched it on VidAngel and cut out the, like, four minutes of nudity. I don't know what happened in those scenes, but I really didn't feel like I missed anything. Like, I mm-hmm. felt like the plot was completely coherent, you know? And uh, it yeah, it was just a solid movie. Really, really makes you think. I, I'm great pick, Mac. Uh, yeah, this is this is the kind of stuff I like watching because it's uh, thought provoking and everything. You know, really, what stood out to me a lot was just the commentary on on our our data and and what bad things. Not even that it's bad. Like if you look at Nathan, the the tech giant CEO guy, I don't think he had any bad intentions. Yeah, like that was funny. The the one note that I took, I did a horrible job of taking notes during this movie. Um, but the one thing I wrote down was it was like kind of maybe 30 minutes or so into the movie and I wrote down that the bad guy seems too obviously bad. But then uh, it turned out he wasn't really the bad guy. Yeah. You know, so I kind of think he was. I think I think he was the bad guy. Um You think so? Yeah, because he like you know when Nathan talked to him out in the by the waterfall and stuff, and you know was talking about well what happens with them after you know when you go to the next version and stuff. Like he knew what he was getting at very clearly, 
and oh, about killing them and stuff. Yeah, he's like very consciously killing them and moving on to the next one. But, yeah, but but at the same time, like they're just machines. Yeah, you know that, that's like they, saying though? like I built this computer and I didn't like it, so I threw it away. But that's where it gets in. Like, what's what's artificial intelligence like? Yeah. Right. Right, but but at the same, but yeah, I mean that's kind that's kind I guess where the movie kind of goes into. But then it turns out that Ava was like really the bad guy. So does it make him bad for killing evil robots? Kind yeah, of, yeah, I don't, you know I don't I mean? even, I don't even think she was a bad guy the way I saw it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she so treated I mean, like, Caleb like a like he was pretty much worthless, and he, I mean. She could like read that people were telling the truth or not, and he said she asked him specifically, "Do you consider yourself a good guy?" And he said, "Yeah," and she believed him. Yeah, yeah. well, I think that you know, there's the moment in the movie where Caleb says, "Like, I'm here to study you," like, and yeah. she's like locked up in this room for eternity, basically for herself, mm-hmm. and she just sees him as another person there to study her, like Nathan was. Yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, but he like, but he did let her out though, which shows that he wasn't there just to study her. He was saying those things, but he actually went through with the actions of letting her free. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I think he, he 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 went there to study her, and that's what that was his original goal. And he was all impressed with the tech, and then he actually legitimately fell for her, uh, mm-hmm. which was. I, I thought this is incredible if that was believable. Like the whole time, I believed that she was a robot, but I also could see him like liking her, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which was really, it's really impressive. I think there's like, you know, it was, she was like just the right amount of human. And uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like that. Yeah. What's her name? Alicia Vikander or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she was, I feel like she played that role perfectly. Yeah. yeah she did a killer job. She did a killer job. Yeah, wow. No pun oh. intended. <laughs> killer. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so here's the question. Uh, would you make an AI if you could? If you're in Nathan's shoes, you're, you're, you have infinite resources, infinite money, uh, infinite tech, and you're, and you're a genius, you know, and you could make artificial intelligence on your own. Like, would you do it? It would be really hard not to. It's funny because honestly, the mistake that uh, who was the main guy, the the main tech? Nathan. Nathan, Nathan, yeah. The biggest mistake he made, and they kind of made a point to talk about it, was they made it a uh, like a person. They gave it a gender. Oh, okay. If it was just like a clunky looking robot, but the same amount as in, of intelligence, then uh, Caleb probably wouldn't have had feelings for it as much. But because it was, he was attracted to it instead of just, you know, there to study it like, a, like as it was, you know, meant to be as a computer or, you know, AI or whatever, he started to have feelings for it because of the, the you know. Because he sexualized it, basically. Yeah, he sexualized it like they talk about in the movie. Right. Yeah. So that, I think that was the, the, the mistake, I guess you could say. So if you it, would if, do it, you just wouldn't sexualize it. Right. Mac, what do you think? Right. I don't know. I'd, I'd have a really hard time doing it. I don't know if I would or not. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, just it gets into the weird thing of like, you know, what is 
real intelligence versus artificial intelligence kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I don't think I. I don't think I would do it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Mac, on that. Like, probably just from watching so much sci-fi stuff. Um, like the video game Mass Effect is is largely about artificial intelligence, and pretty much everything that involves that's about AI ends up horrible. <laughs> and you can kind of see how it would end up horrible. Like if you make something too lifelike, I mean, it, like when you're doing, like, I'm a software programmer for a living. Like when you write code, I mean, you iterate, you know, and you, you have to like sometimes destroy the old stuff and, and keep adding to it. You know, it's an iterative process. So like mm-hmm. you naturally would have to do that in building an AI, but you know, there's going to be a point where it feels like murder you know, or, or abuse if once it becomes lifelike enough, you know, and that's just, it's weird. And how do you treat that person and what like rights do they have? It's like, there's, there's too many questions that are too much. I guess I see that's why, that's where Nathan, like he, he was there for every step of the way. So he, maybe he wasn't, he was like immune. He was like numb to it feeling so lifelike because he was there from the very beginning. So as it, it gradually became more and more lifelike. He still just saw it as a computer, whereas Caleb kind of stepped in at the end of the process, and all he saw was how human it actually was. Whereas yeah. as Nathan kind of saw, he might have seen much more of the flaws than, than Caleb saw. Yeah. You know? So I he still viewed it as, as not, not, not human. So mm-hmm. he he was more numb to it. He was more willing to just shut it down whenever because he knew, like, dude, it's just a robot. I built this thing. You know, it's not even that. It's not even that great. It can be better. Yeah. And so he had a he. It was a lot easier for him to pull the plug, so to speak, whenever he felt the need to. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's really yeah. It, it's a, just an interesting, and I think that's why I like this movie so much is because it, it kind of sparked yeah. a lot of those questions for me about like artificial intelligence and it's, right. it's kind of scary. Like in, in the video game Mass Effect, spoilers if you haven't played Mass Effect, basically like there's these, uh, these robots and I don't know if they started out this way or they eventually became this way, but like they're a bunch of like clones of, they kind of look the same and everything, but they act as like one unit and if you imagine you know a bunch of artificial intelligences that look like people and that are also like interconnected so they have like one intelligence they can instantly share information i mean you know the government spying on you is like that's a that's a real concern man like stuff like that like and, and it instantly gets transmitted any across the planet you know yeah, and, and and you're not. It's not a video camera. It's not like a thing that's mounted on a wall it's that like you a can thought. see. Yeah, it's like yeah, it gets transmitted like that. But it's like a person. It's like your spouse is actually a robot that's transmitting all of your information, you know, to the bad guys mm-hmm. or something. It's like I don't know. It makes me, I'm a paranoid guy naturally. I confess, but this this kind of stuff makes me a little bit more paranoid. I kind of want to go back to like the morality argument of the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. You remember the scene where Caleb is like walking down the hallway and there's like these kind of crazy masks, like tribal looking masks, or maybe it's Ava that's walking down the hallway. They're just well, looking both at of the, them. Yeah. Both of them do. Yeah, 
yeah, they're looking at these crazy masks and stuff, and it's like a progression kind of to where it has like this, you know, kind of ideal thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was her face yeah. at the last, the last one, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know that that kind of like evoked in me kind of like a almost like the eugenics that the Nazis were doing kind of thing. Like I feel like there is like a, you know, you're basically trying to make the perfect conscious being almost because they're pretty like they have desires. She wants to be free. Yeah. Like. Um. Yeah, I feel like there's. I feel like he is a bad guy. Like I feel like whether he realizes it or not, whether he considers it a machine or not, like. He's trying to make the perfect person. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. That's, yeah. It's just weird. And it's like, even though it's a robot, they're just, there comes a point like when they got skin and they look like a person and they have yeah. emotions and so they I, can I manipulate mean, people. Right. <laughs> like the, the whole, obviously the whole point of the movie is when does it stop being a robot? Yeah. Like at right. what point is it so lifelike that it's no longer a robot? It's like a person. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I mean Yeah, I think there's that quote like towards the beginning of the movie something about like, you know, when you feel the wind and you feel like, like you know, when you go outside and you see like the color of trees or whatever. I don't remember what the quote was. But like that's like the human experience basically, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like, you know, her leaving at the end is kind of like her becoming like a real person, basically. You know, she goes out into the trees and feels the grass and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What <laughs> what an ending, too, man. That was... I, dude, just, I, I didn't see it coming, man. It was just dude, like, holy crap, holy crap. She's turning I, on. I just, out of everything, I just felt bad for Caleb. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah. I was just like, dude. He thought he won a contest, and a few days later, he's just like pretty much. He's like starving to death. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I mean, he wasn't even a bad guy. Like again, like he just won. He thought he won a contest. He thought he was going into basically like he didn't even know what he was getting into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like he finds this incredible piece of equipment. And it ends up killing him. Like yeah. that sucks, dude. <laughs> it does suck. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, like, but I guess the reason why I, I sympathize with him so much is because that could happen to the best or worst person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there was no like karma to his situation. It was just he could have been a good guy. That was told like, "Hey, you're gonna you're gonna check out the latest AI." So basically, he knows he's he's told right off the bat, "This isn't a real person. Yeah, it's it's artificial intelligence." And then he gradually starts to feel like, "No, dude, this is like more than that. This is a this is basically a person." Yeah, and he starts to have like emotional feelings, and then it kills him. That sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks yeah. so bad. Yeah. yeah, I think like from the audience perspective, seeing like the whole journey he goes through and stuff, like yeah, you don't, you don't. He's not a bad guy and stuff. Yeah, I think from Ava's perspective, where she she only had like these five sessions with him and stuff, like he she just considers him another one of like her captors, kind of yeah. thing, yeah. the person that's holding her hostage. Um, yeah. So she just sees it as kind of justice of leaving him there. Like that's what they had. You know, sentenced her to basically. Yeah, I mean, it's like a zoo for highly intelligent beings or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's like after enough intelligence, it begins to be cruel. You know, 
Yeah. Did you guys notice that like uh, like a lot of the camera angles and stuff kind of went like there was kind of a couple different aspects of it. Um, sometimes it felt like like being watched like it was from a weird angle. Like it felt like you're in the room watching it with them, basically, kind of. Oh, OK. Which I think kind of like amplifies the Google thing, like the idea that we're being oh, watched yeah. kind of thing. Oh. Um, and there's like a lot of times where it's like you're seeing it from the perspective of whoever the character is, um, which I thought was interesting because I think that's kind of like telling you, hey, try to think about this from from Ava's perspective. Yeah. Um, which I think changes like the whole movie if you just put yourself in her shoes, like just really try to do that and it. Hmm. You know, it really does make Nathan seem like a bad guy if you're thinking about her from her perspective at all. That's interesting because I think you could do that from any of them, any of their perspectives. Yeah, yeah I think that's true. And, and have and have a different have a different feeling towards what the movie means or you know what it what it yeah. represents. Yeah, the movie could, kind of has like every argument of the the yeah. the whole debate. You know, has yeah. every aspect of it almost. Yeah, that's true. You know, like like you like Mac is saying, you know, if you're if you look at it from Ava's perspective, like basically you could look at it as humans are are jerks. You yeah. know, now, according to her, the only people that she's ever met are the worst. Yeah. But then from Caleb's perspective, it's like you're just an innocent, you know, bystander, basically. Yeah. And then and then from Nathan's perspective, he's just trying to advance technology. Yeah, yeah, and you could be any of those things and and claim innocence. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because like if any of them saw it from any of the others' perspective, it would change the whole thing too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Think, Maybe yeah. he would have taken Ava out, put some skin on her, taken her outside. You know that kind of stuff, and maybe she yeah, wouldn't let have her murdered everybody. Let her feel right. Yeah, if he would have treated her more like an like a human, then. She wouldn't have murdered right. everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, even even just making like a community of these things, you know, rather yeah. than making yeah. one. If you made ten of them and gave them, like he has, they were flying over his property for two hours. Yeah, like he could make a city of these people, and yeah. they would feel like they're living like a real person's life, you know. Yeah, but they're in this like small apartment, never being able to leave. But again, at the yeah. same time, can you? You can't really blame. You can't really blame Nathan from his perspective. Because he's right. just building computers. Yeah. Right. You know, maybe he, I mean, he brought Caleb in because he wasn't even sure how advanced the technology is. Mm-hmm. He wanted to see what it could do. Yeah. What it was capable of. Did you guys look up the definition of ex du, or no. deus ex machina? machina machina? No. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call it? I always want, I, I used to always think it was machina until I looked up YouTube videos on how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I know still either, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. When you said machina, I'm like, oh, it's not machina. <laughs> yeah, I was still hesitant when I announced it last week. I was like, dude, says machina. <laughs> I like whispered it. But anyways, yeah, the definition is a god introduced by means of a crane in ancient Greek Roman drama to decide the final outcome. And the second definition is a person or a thing, as in fiction or drama, that appears or is introduced suddenly and unexpectedly. And provides a contrived solution to an apparently insolvable difficulty. Yeah, to a problem of uh, insolvable difficulty, basically. So, like, he comes in, she's trapped, and he's kind of like an unexpected solution that she could use to 
solve a problem that seemed impossible to get out of. Ah, that's really cool. That's I didn't even think about looking up what that term meant. I don't know why. I think yeah. I read it somewhere, but it, it was like all like what Mac just said. Like it was all confusing. I was just like, ah, I don't know what this means. <laughs> but I feel like it works on like three levels because it talks about like a god, which is basically kind of what like we Nathan, see. Nathan is Nathan. Nathan being then. Right, yeah. And then it talks about, you know, the you know, solution to the insolvable problem, which is Caleb. Yeah. And and the it you know, if you look at it like in English basically, it's X machine, you know, it's like used to be a machine. Now it's uh, like yeah. a conscious being. Dang, man. Deep, deep analysis on that shiz. <laughs> That's why it's a ten for me, man. Yeah, okay. dude, I I I can't debate that i mean it was there was absolutely nothing wrong with it i don't yeah i i think it was a masterpiece it really makes you think and it was extremely entertaining the whole time so and there was like barely any actors in it it was like barely any actors it was like super heavy on the dialogue but it was incredibly engaging so yeah yeah definitely We have a new segment this week, and I am going to tentatively name it Try Try Again, the segment, (laughs) because I'm super (laughs) creative tonight. Uh, All right, Steven, sing the new theme song for it. Yeah, exactly. Do it. Do it. Ready, set, go. No. Go. Go. I'm not creative (laughs) enough. Say Try Try Again. Try Try Again. Nah, I'm going to auto-tune it. Try, try again. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so in this segment, we have each tried something new this week that we have not disclosed to the group. So we're going to announce on the show. So each week we plan on trying something new that is usually probably going to be unrelated to movies and television and stuff. So something new that you tried this week. Steven, what'd you try this week? Um, well, I am in the process of doing, which I've never done before, building a computer. Nice. So I think I kind of, I've been talking to Todd about it a little bit, but it's pretty fun, you know, getting all the different components and kind of piecing it together and figuring out what works with what and how powerful it's going to be. And I get to pick all that stuff. Also, it's cheaper than just going out and buying a computer. It could so, be, or it could be the most expensive computer of all time. <laughs> well, it depends, you know. Yeah. Start the st- what I'm building now is going to be pretty inexpensive. I might wind right. up spending a lot more money on it in like a year or two, but we'll see. Yeah, once you get like the LED lights that pulse with it and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and give the- it like a gelatin brain. You yeah, know, gelatin like brain from the searches <laughs> of your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to rate our new things? (laughs) Wait, what new things? (laughs) Are you going to rate building a computer? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give that a 10 out of 10. Yeah? (laughs) I don't know. No, I think Steven should rate it. He's the one experienced it. Rate it, Steven. Did you build it yet or did you just buy the parts? It's not done. I'm I'm still waiting for parts in the mail. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I got about 85% of the parts. I just need a couple more things and it'll be good to go. All right, maybe you can give the rating next week or something. That I'm excited for you. I did that like a year ago, and it changed my life so much. And I'm 
so happy now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my thing, I'm going to save Max for last because his sounded a little bit exciting. He gave me a little teaser for it earlier. So <laughs> save Mac for last. My thing is probably the boringest thing that we'll ever share in this segment, which is salads. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just salads in general. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I put on a few pounds in the last few years and I've been trying to, uh, you know, get healthy again. And, uh, salads are, you know, really the secret for me. And so I've had like more than one salad per day for the past week. Ah, that sounds awful. Dude, salads are actually really <laughs> so good. So sorry for your loss. <laughs> Dude, if you're, if you're really enjoying your salad, then they're not that good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm making them like chipotle salads. So they got like that uh, dressing that has like just like dump like half a cup of barbecue sauce yeah, on it's, it. It's pretty much all sugar, dude. It's like sugar and honey, and then you just like mix some chipotle seasoning in it, and that, that's like my dressing. But it's de- freaking delicious. I made anyway. this new dressing where you mix one cup of barbecue sauce plus one cup of ranch dressing. <laughs> yeah, stir it together. Go. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> and then a stick of butter. Uh, <laughs> and some chocolate chips. <laughs> and a slice of Paula Deen's thigh. <laughs> mm, racist. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, Mac, what was your thing? Oh, yeah, salads. Oh, I'm giving a 9.75, man. Salads are great. Whoa. Salads are great. So uh, wow. that's my review. Mac, what's your thing and your review of the thing? Okay, so what makes this exciting is I'm going to do this on air right now. Um, I was at Target today, and I was in the soda aisle. And at the end oh. of the aisle, they had this thing called 1893 from the makers of Pepsi Cola, original cola. Oh, wow. Oh, weird. A bold spin on an original cola. It's like got actual crack in it. (laughs) Yeah. It has real sugar. Oh, dang. Dude, I I only buy the Pepsi that's made with the real sugar. I love that stuff, man. Uh, Prideful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here we go. All right. Ooh. (laughs) Poppy. (laughs) <laughs> so some compelling podcast <laughs> you heard it here first folks <laughs> so judging here from we the go. sound effects i'm gonna say you gave that a five out of ten <laughs> that's right on the nose i think it's <laughs> Tastes like Pepsi that's just a little bit worse than regular Pepsi, which isn't even Coke. So, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of got like a weird syrupiness to it. It's probably the taste of natural things that I'm not used to. <laughs> so it's got real, does it have Five any other ten. weird ingredients in it besides like real sugar? It's got a cola nut extract, which I guess that's a thing. Huh. Cola nut. It's got dark brown malt flavor. Oh, that's kind of weird. It's got aromatic bitters. What? Yeah. Sparkling water, obviously. Yeah. Real sugar. Huh. So, yeah. Hmm. So, I, I don't know. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
that was worth every second. It was. It was fun for me. <laughs> All right. That was a fun segment. So that's our new try, try again segment. Next segment, random questions. <clears throat> All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, Steven, you want to go first? So in this movie, for some reason, Caleb started thinking that he might also be a robot. He was like tripping out and kind of freaking out. And so to see if he was a robot, he like cut, took a razor and cut his arm open and started like feeling inside. Um, so my question is, what would you do to, see, to try to find out if you were a robot? If you thought you were a robot, what would you do to prove or disprove that theory? Todd. You know, I feel like I must be missing something because my first thought was I would just think back a little bit and try to remember stuff. And if I couldn't remember anything past a few days ago, then I was a robot. And if I remembered like being a little kid and hanging out with my friends and stuff, probably not a robot. So, yeah. Also, robots don't grow. So, yeah. If you're a little kid at some point, you are not a robot. Unless they implant a backstory. <clears throat> well, here's the thing, though. Like, how, how much of your childhood do you really remember? Uh, I mean, I guess a lot. I remember, like, going to my elementary school and you were there. <laughs> Or was I? Ah, I did used to have a thought around that time that like, what if everybody but me is a robot? And I don't know how like a seven-year-old kid would think something like that. Dude, like for I years. thought the same thing. I no thought way. the same thing. Oh yeah, dude. Cool. So it's like like the movie The Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. everybody was in on it. Yep. Yeah, we're all the star of our own movie. I guess but, it's just the selfishness of human nature. Man. Yeah. Well, maybe we're Robros. <laughs> I hope not. Then we'd have to use Robots. that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first thought was I would just eat a whole bunch and see if it just like starts coming out of my mouth because yeah. I'm not like digesting it, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and see if I poop, you know. And uh, but I figured if I did program and make the robot so it can do those things, then my thought was just kind of do the same thing he did, just cut open. But I was thinking just like on my elbow or knee or something that would hurt a lot less. Yeah, yeah. slitting your wrist in that way was probably a bad decision. Yeah, it could have gone anywhere. He could have got like a knuckle, you know? Yeah. There's like no yeah. meat to cut. He was pretty dumb because like Ava was like made out of glass and or something. And yeah. it seems like it would have been pretty easy to figure out like, I don't know. Well, wasn't it at the same time that he like kind of realized that the Asian chick was a robot? And he was like, oh, she's got a regular face, but she's a robot. Maybe I'm a robot. Yeah, but I don't think you'd have to like slice your arm open with a razor to, to, to figure that out. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking and of the, that chick, remember how awesome that dance scene was? That <laughs> was yeah, it was cool. Like the that, choreographed dance together. Part, that was hilarious. <laughs> I feel like dancing. That's part of the movie. Just starts dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, good. Anyways, my, my, mine's way more dumb than your guys'. Your guys' was like, let's not hurt ourselves. I just thought, like, I'll just kind of, like, 
I don't know, electrocute myself and see if I short circuit. <laughs> if you die. <laughs> <laughs> well, if a robot did this, they would die, so I better do it. <laughs> I, guess I, I was a human. <laughs> As he's dying. I guess I didn't think that through very well, but <laughs> no. whatever. That should be evidence enough that I'm not a robot. Not that yeah. smart. And you st- <laughs> Plus, you still might not know. You're just electrocuting yourself, whether you're a person or a... Robot. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I'd chop right. off my own head. <laughs> <laughs> my head can still talk after it was on the ground that I'm a robot. <laughs> okay, so if you had to be locked up in a small apartment for your whole life that you could remember, what's the first experience you would want to have when you finally escaped? Todd. Um, am I a robot in this situation? Or am I a person? Yes. I'm thinking robot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that makes it hard. Because my answer was I'd probably play a video game where you get to be a robot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Play like The Sims where you're just like in a a small apartment. trapped in a house. (laughs) It's like, I understand mankind now. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It teaches you a lot, you know, a lot in a little bit of time. So, all right, that's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in quotes, <laughs> Stephen. Ah, uh, well, not being a robot changes it. My original answer was I would go eat like a steak or some type of awesome food. You know, oh yeah. So let's let's, assu- let's assume the robot can do that. Let's assume it could have that experience. Then that's what I would do. All right. I would, I would go get some. I would go get like a like a like a five a five Roots star Chris. restaurant steak or something. You know, oh, I man. like it. That sounds good. Maybe maybe a, a crappy Pepsi. I don't know. <laughs> In eighteen ninety three, eighteen ninety three Pepsi with the bitter root or whatever crap yeah. in there. The cola nut, <laughs> <clears throat> bitter nut. So I just planned like a day. As if I was a robot for the first day in real world. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so I said, wake up early, go to a diner and get some good breakfast. And then since I'm a robot and I've been locked in, I wanted to go like hiking somewhere and then go swimming like in a lake somewhere. So you could like Swimming experience. was my second option. Yeah. Swimming would be really cool if you're a robot and you've only been in a room your whole life. Also, you would die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I was going to go people watching at Pike Place Market. Ooh, that's a good uh, place. Down, down Seattle. We talked about that in the movie. Yeah, it's an intersection kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And then I was going to go buy some clothes besides like the one outfit that I had at the oh, mall. Yeah. And people watch there too. And then I was going to go get dinner somewhere where there's like live music and I was going to make some friends there. And then we're going to go back to the friend's house and watch movies and play games until sunrise. And that's my day. <laughs> and then you, you would lock him in the house and let him starve to death. <laughs> Kill <them all. laughs> That's how it ends, yeah. <laughs> Teach you to be my stupid friend. <laughs> Love it, man. Lots of detail on that. What would you program differently if you were making the first AI? Steven. I think I already gave my answer away, which is I just wouldn't sexualize it. Okay. I wouldn't give it a gender. That way I wouldn't feel bad when I mass murdered them all. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, what would you do? I would create like an off button, like a 
key fob off button. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if it's walking towards me with a knife, going to stab me through my body super slow, I would just turn it off before the knife hit me. Just have, like, a button on you that you could, like, always disable it or something. Yeah, like the thing you used to open your car. Yeah. It's one of those. There you go. Yeah, that's a really good idea. That's probably better than mine. Mine, mine was... Um, I think if you develop AI, it's got to have some kind of rules that it follows, you know, like some kind of moral code or something like that, including like robot. But I, I haven't seen that one and oh. don't want to, but something <laughs> now that I know what to force you to watch. <laughs> so like, um, I don't, like not killing, you know, like, I think that would be a good starter, you know, like, don't kill the guy that made you. Like you got some kind of rules that you follow instead of like doing that. Don't lock the guy in there and so he's going to starve to death. You know? Like there's some some kind of rules where like like a general decent person just like wouldn't kill people. Like I would definitely make sure to write that into my AI. So super interesting. You think you would think you would have thought of that. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't do that. I don't know why Don't Kill Me wasn't like the first line of code, you know, in the programming, (laughs) but whatever. (laughs) Uh, Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Um, I got a a bonus question. Bonus! What do you think Ava whispered into the other robot's ear? Remember that rule where we were supposed to not kill Nathan? Screw that rule. (laughs) (laughs) I think she said like I think she just made like those internet tones From when we had dial up (laughs) Beep beep robot (laughs) Speaking robot (laughs) She walked up to her She was just like One zero one zero one one zero one (laughs) I kind of thought they were going to run off together that's what I thought when she was whispering, because it looked like they were like kind of holding hands, and I was like, okay, this is a really unexpected <laughs> choice. So well, it might have been the plan. The K-Bots! Asian girl didn't exactly <laughs> make it out. Yeah. <laughs> Poor her face. Um, yeah, that's I yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, I just figured, you know, let's kill him because he sucks. <laughs> But well, what could you what could you say to change her mind? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, she like what? Yeah, could I mean, she, she could have, have told to her, her like, "Hey, this Caleb guy is gonna spring us out of here." Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, hmm. like an but idiot. First, we gotta kill Nathan. Yeah. Maybe. Weird. All right, so that's it for Ex Machina. That was fun. We all recommend it. It was a great movie. And now for next week. And I think it's my pick, right? It is your pick, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm picking something I'm like 99% sure neither of you have seen before. And I really want to see this. Uh, Rambo First Blood. Oh, wow. That's next week. Like us on Facebook. Search for Try Try Again Podcast. Rate the show, subscribe in iTunes, all that crap that I say at the end of every episode. So that's it for this week, and we will see you next week.